welcome to episode four of the Ginger Vets Be Good Golf Podcast. So it's day four of the US Open and I'm going to be discussing the two balls and the top ten market. Uh, I'll give a few thoughts on the win market, however, I'll be cheering Justin Rose home heavily tonight uh, and wish him all the best. So, um, and everyone will be talking about that uh, all over the media today about who's going to be the winner of the US Open and whether he'll get his second or whether Gary Woodland will get his first major or even Brooks Kepka going three in a row. All possible. I'll be cheering for Justin. Um, but in today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about the four the fourth, four balls, the two balls on the fourth day of the US Open and the top 10 market. So let's get stuck into this. Yesterday we had uh, four, four two ball tips. Um, starting off with Eric Van Royen, who was successful in his match. Um, Emiliano Grillo, who was defeated. And Ches Reeve, who was... Um, was somebody who I felt was f- well overpriced at 11 to 4 uh, in a match bet with Rory McIlroy, and it proved to be so uh, with Ches winning by one shot at uh, 11 to 4, uh, therefore covering the, uh, the losses of Emiliano Grillo um, and making profit for us on the day. So let's hope that day four enables us to, to do exactly the same and. Um, and see if we can find some some players that are maybe over overrated um, due to just world ranking and status in the game, uh, and therefore maybe maybe not as hot as people would like. Um, so, um, for the first two ball um, game that I'm going to talk about today. Um, Believe it or not, it's got my uh, my good friend and favourite golfer Emiliano Grillo versus Rory Sabatini. Um, it's more or less an even money match uh, across the UK bookmakers, uh, with some slight support for Emiliano Grillo, uh, which I agree with fully. Uh, and let me tell you why. As I've always alluded to, uh, Sabatini doesn't enjoy pebble beach the the main course obviously it's a rotation course for the pro-am earlier in the year um and he actually performs admirably on some of the other um some of the other courses uh, on the pebble setup but when it gets to the pebble beach main course he has had a horrific time of it and one of the reasons that i'm really keen to to side with emiliano grillo today is He's actually leading the field for strokes gained uh, in approach uh, in the whole tournament after three rounds. Uh, strokes gained tee to green. He's uh, he's sitting in the top 10, 10-15% of the field. However, his putting has, um, has eluded him so far this week and he's actually losing one and a half strokes per round. Uh, he's, he's lost four, four, and a, four and a half strokes throughout throughout the tournament so far over the three rounds um but you know i'm i'm a believer that um if the approach brigade, approach play game is strong um and his irons are firing well then it takes so much pressure off the rest of the the game and you know day 4 it's money day um and you want you know you don't want to be scrambling you don't want to be fighting uh, rory sabatini isn't uh, 
lighting up the field with uh, with any of his play, um, not on the putting green, not on uh, on his approach play. Uh, he he's losing strokes putting, he's losing strokes on approach, he's losing strokes off the tee this week. Um, it's a, it's around the green that he's uh, that he's been saving himself, gaining a gaining a shot a, a shot around. So Emiliano Grillo available at eleven to ten with some of the the main bookmakers in the UK and I'm sure pretty much that price around the world. I think he is a standout bet in this two ball. Uh, so my first selection of day four is Emiliano Grillo to beat Rory Sabatini at eleven to ten. Good luck if you get on. Second selection for day four will be another repeat selection from yesterday. This player did get us home. It's Eric Van Royen. Uh, he has uh, a two ball today against Colin Marawaka, uh, or Marikawa. I'm not sure on the pronunciation of it. Um, English definitely isn't my greatest subject. So um, let's look at the reasons why. Well. First off, he's a far better golfer. Um, the world rankings suggest that the tours that he plays on, uh, his performance over in Europe for the past 12 months has been constantly improving. And it won't be long before the South African starts to be more of a prominent force on the European tour, for sure. So, Eric Van Royen, available at 5-6 to six in a match bet against Colin Marikawa. Um... I just think it's a great. I think it's great value, um, and I'm just going to give you some reasons to why I believe that uh, Van Royen um, will be too strong for him. If it wasn't for his putting this week, he would be uh, he'd be performing a lot better, Van Royen. But he's losing again, like Grillo, a shot around on the greens. Um, but his approach play is gaining off the tee. He's gaining uh, around the green. He's gaining strokes. So. You know, and he does have the class on his side. So when the market's got it at nearly uh, an even money shot, you know, one point eight three for for Eric Van Royen to win, I think that it's um, I think that it's a sensible bet. I would have him more at a one point six seven eight to thirteen range. I think that there's uh, I think there's some value in juicing his price. Uh, and I expect him to be too strong coming down on day four, money day of the US Open. Um, so the second selection, Eric Van Royen, five to six with many sports books across the UK. Some, I think, even 10 to 11. Uh, so do take advantage of the best odds. Shop around. You'd be silly not to. One of the fundamental rules of betting is to go and get the best price that is available to you until that becomes a challenge and then you maybe have to address your strategy but in the first instance go and get the top price use the websites that are out there to help you do that and second selection eric van Royen, five to six the third selection of the two balls for day four kicks off at 9 10 uk time and the selection will be adam scott to turn over one of the hottest properties in golf, Xander Shoffley. Now, for all you listeners out there, you will all know that Xander is the golden child of US sports betting uh, media. They absolutely love him. 
he will be tipped on nearly every site. He's talked about as a future major winner. He his game always rises for the majors. <clears throat> yeah, I agree with it all. However, um, why am I looking to take him on today against Adam Scott? So, over the course of the... Um, just looking at the recent history, Adam Scott's been in great form going back the last three or four weeks. Um, his game's been trending in the right direction. All his interviews, everything that he says uh, to the media is is that you know he feels ready. His swing's as good as it has been. The new putting technique is now ingrained in, and in fact, he's actually he's flying in the putting stats more recently. Um, so he comes in in uh, he comes in in hot form, and the same can be said for Xander. Uh, which is why, when you look across the board, it's more or less a, an even money match, even money. The exchanges have it that way. The, all the sports books have it that way. Um, and these are the types of uh, of matchups that uh, that you know, you know I like. I like to look for on day four, and the reasons why that Adam Scott gets my selection. So looking over the course of the. The three rounds that have taken place so far, we have Xander Shoffley, who put in stats, he's gaining five strokes uh, against average across the field, um, which that puts him in the top 10% of, of the field for, for putting this week. Um, he's, he's also gaining four strokes off the tee. Um, it's not. It's it's generous. The you know, it's not been fast and furious. Uh, the um, the fairways, like many predicted, it, the weather's been humid, sticky, overcast over at Pebble. Uh, not your typical Californian weather. Um, winds have been down. So you know, for if I look at the players around um, around on the leaderboard and around Xander, you know. He's leading by far strokes gained off the tee, but that hasn't had a dramatic impact on the rest of his game. And he's losing strokes on approach, half a shot around. He's losing strokes around the green. Um, and as it, you know, as the tournament wears on, the 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 pressure increases as it, you know, as it comes into the final final nine of day four. And for me. I just feel that Adam Scott's game is in such a solid place. His stats this week are very strong. Uh, he's one of the players that's actually gaining strokes uh, on the field in every facet of the game. So what every all the rec main recorded stats on the PGA Tour. So off the tee, uh, approach, around the green, uh, putting, and overall tee to green performance. He's gaining um, across every uh, every department of his game so you know i like the fact that um he's available at even money to beat xander today and uh, that will be my third selection adam scott to uh to defeat xander shoffley um kicking off at 9 10 p.m uk time good luck if you're on Fourth and final pick of the two balls on day four for the US Open will be Matt Wallace to win versus Ben Ayoun. Um, I'm a massive fan of Matt Wallace. He is a player that is gaining strokes across um, against the field, across all all the, all, the, all the departments, off the tee, approach, around the green and putting. So his game's on song, as is um, Ben Ayoun, who... Ben Ayoun. <laughs> 
it's not Ben Ayun. I'm sure he was a footballer, but you're going to have to bear with me because that's in my head right now. Um, he's leading the field with strokes gained around the uh, around the green. So what does that tell me? It tells me tells me a couple of things. It tells me that he's comfortable and he's performing really well, but it also tells me maybe that he's putting himself in these positions more than other players and he's relying on that part of his game. He's not gaining strokes putting, he's not gaining strokes off the tee, but he and he's gaining slightly on approach. So for a player who's not gaining off the tee, they're not gaining putting, they're gaining slightly on approach, but they're gaining most shots around the green uh, in the whole of the uh, in the whole of the field. Then that tells me that he's heavily reliant, and his game's not a hundred percent on song. Um, looking back at yesterday, Wallace had an absolute shocker, and I mean an absolute shocker. Every time he popped on the Sky Sports screens, he was he was in the rough. He was on his third shot. He was chipping, scrambling. But one of the things about Matt Wallace is. In the last six months, there's been a mental change uh, in terms of his attitude to uh, what may be frustrating factors on the golf course. He isn't getting as hard on himself. He uh, isn't getting as frustrated visibly and showing it to the public. Um, obviously, inside, he'll still be fighting all of these demons, but he's he's definitely making a conscious effort to um, to go easy on himself, you know, and... Second major, going back to the PGA uh, Championships last month, where he performed amazingly well, uh, outperforming all expectations of him in the UK market and definitely the US market. He's a player that's continuing to stay under the radar because he might not be the most glamorous. Um, you know, he doesn't do a blog like Eddie Pepperell. Um, you know, he doesn't. Uh, he, he doesn't. He doesn't look cool and wear bright orange like Ricky Fowler, who, by the way, is an awful golfer. So, not awful. That's very harsh. That he's incredible, but he's he's overrated, um, very much so. So, getting back to Matt Wallace, he's gaining. Uh, he's gaining strokes um, in all departments of his of the game this week. He had a really, really tough day yesterday, and if one thing that uh, I've learned in the last, you know, couple of years watching his progression in the game, is that he's a fighter. He has a real, real good attitude, and um, you know, I fancy him to be too strong today for for Ben Ayun, who, um, you know, he. He's a golfer that hasn't fulfilled his potential. He's stayed static for the past two or three years, if anything, showing slight regression. And then you've got, on the other hand, Wallace, who, who's just, you know, three years ago, nobody, I hadn't heard of him three years ago, probably hadn't even heard of him two and a half years ago, if I'm being truthful. And now he's odds on and in the top 10 of a major for the second time in a row. Uh, he's odds on in a match bet against the Ben Ayun, and um, you know he 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 sh he should get the job done. So at ten to eleven on even money in many places, um, I think he'll be too strong. In fact, he is even money. He's even money um, with William Hill that I can see now. So he's even money. I think he's a, I think he's a solid bet. I, you know, I'd rate his chances uh, slightly better than even money. Um, you know, if we were to run it through uh, the models that we have here, then he comes, <clears throat> he comes in slight favourite. Um, 
around the 1.8 mark in the two horse race so when i can get even money available i'm happy with that uh, i think it'd be too strong and i think for all the listeners out there he's a player to get on side and watch closely he's got um he's got a proper golf game he hits it long he hits it far um he hits it straight uh, he's wet he's iron game from distance um i'm not sure he's elite level just yet but his wedge game is elite level. His wedge game um, and his ability to understand when he has to dial in and when he has to hit it to <laughs> two foot, um, he does. Um, and he does that more often than not. So he's one to keep on side. He's one to put in your notebook, um, especially when he's playing some of these big name players that he'll um, he, he'll uh, the market will dismiss him against. Um, certainly the American market because he's, he's a Brit that... Uh, doesn't have long flowing hair like Tommy, doesn't strut around like Justin, um, doesn't have the majors that Rory has, you know. But he will one day uh, he will one day compete in a major and go very close. Uh, there's no doubt about it. He's a world-class golfer. So to round it off today, Matt Wallace to win at even money. Good luck if you're on. So finally, like I said at the start of the show, Let's um let's discuss the top ten market and one that uh, I'm I'm interested in um for numerous reasons but uh, I'm interested in because I want to make a play in it today. So uh, the players that uh, there's two players that I'm interested in. I'm definitely interested in Adam Scott. He sits on minus two, tied fifteenth at the moment. Um, sorry, minus three. And. He, um, he's he been playing really good golf without setting the world alight over the past three rounds. If the putter had been slightly warmer, he would be a lot closer to the top of the leaderboard and challenging for the third and fourth place positions. But the market that we're interested in is the top ten. He's available at 2-1, to 9-4 to four in places to finish in the top ten today. And... He's just a player that oozes class. His temperament um, will will mean that whatever happens today, whether it's cold, wet, windy, he will sh show up. Any positive things won't get him too high. Any negative things won't get him too low. His game's on song. We've got him in a two-ball matchup. Uh, I think he'll be too strong for Xander, who he's playing with today. And uh, Xander is at 6-4 to four to finish in the top 10. Um, you've got an even money, even money shot in terms of the uh, match uh, match play event between the two of them today. But you're getting half a point, nearly th what, three quarters of a point bigger on Adam Scott to finish in the top 10. So for me, um, you know, it's a bet that I have to take. I've backed him to beat um, to beat Shoffley. Um I, I think that he's far too big at nine to four to finish in that in that top ten. I, you know, I can imagine him shooting three or four under today. Uh, historically, he's performed well in the last round of majors when when he's not been close to contention. Um, and 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 I think that comes down to him as a person. Um, so at two to one to finish in the top ten, I think uh, I think that he's a standout bet. The Second player um, that I'm interested in, and this was a toss-up. The toss-up was between uh, Abraham Anser at uh, approximately 10 to 1, 
with the sports books here in the UK to finish in the top 10. Um, and Scott Piercy, um, who was set, who is seven to one to finish in the top ten, and Piercy got off to a fantastic start in the tournament. I think he was five under through five or six on day one, then double bogeyed maybe seven or eight. Can't recall without looking at the uh, the actual data. Um, kept his round together to finish the day. I think minus three, and then he had a tough day two, and he's kind of you know. He's plodded along without making inroads into the top of the leaderboard, but without even coming close to, to missing the cut or anything. So, yeah, I think he sits on minus one going into day four. Um, sorry, minus two he sits on going into day four. Um, and I'm thinking that minus, I think that minus five, I think that five under par gets you into the top ten um, come close of play tonight. Um and I think he's capable of getting there. I think his ball striking's been uh, been awesome on approach all week. He's around the green. In fact, it has. He's gaining four shots, um, so over a shot around on approach. He's gaining shots around the green, which I wouldn't say is a strong part of Scott Pearce's game uh, historically. Um, but he is losing strokes off the tee. I don't think, although prior to the tournament um, kicking off, Driving stats and driving performance, total driving performance, was something that I was really keen on. Uh, historically, U.S. Open winners, I think, have been more, uh, have been better off the tee, and it's been a, it's been a greater, uh, it has been of greater importance to be good off the tee than maybe people suggested. Um, but you know, three rounds in, he's he's losing strokes off the tee, but it's not affecting his overall performance and. To be honest, it, it hasn't been fast uh, fairways, so you know I do expect him to improve and certainly get to close break even with the field uh, in day four. And if he can do that and continue to remain as dialed in with his uh, with his approach play, and when he does get in some slight trouble, to you know to be to be getting out of it, which he, he clearly is, to be gaining strokes around the green, then you know I think he, at seven to one. When you have a plethora of players that, uh, you know, Chesson Hadley is six to four, Danny Willer is uh, two to one, Graham McDowell seven to four, uh, Henrik Stenson five to four, Matt Wallace six to four, all to finish in the top ten, and the two shots ahead. Now, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of players for him to pass, but the late nature of a US Open, and certainly day four, you know the the volatility in the leaderboard can is often there, and you see players shoot. You know, P Tiger Woods, for example, is on even money. You know, he's going to have to shoot five under, I believe, six under potentially to to finish in the uh, top uh, top ten, which he's not come close to all week. Um, yet he's the same price as Scott Percy and a and Abraham Answer. Um, so. The reason that I've chosen to go with Piercy over answer is Piercy is losing strokes off the tee, but the rest of his game is solid. Answer, on the other hand, is he's gaining a lot of strokes put in this week. I think he's in. I think he's gained five strokes. In fact, he has gained five strokes. Let me check. Five strokes against the field um, on on putting, and you know my. The way that I've um, attacked uh, two and three balls throughout the past couple of years would be to would be to really focus on players that 
you know, one part of their game has really held it together where they've really outperformed the average of the field. And uh, I think that uh, that's the case here with Answer. You know, he, he sits at the top of the putting stats, but he's actually losing strokes on approach, break even on, um, on around the green and uh, slight gains uh, overall tee to green. But uh, for me, in this top 10 market, there is some value to be had because of the big names that uh, sit uh, just ahead of the players that I believe uh, are undervalued in the betting market. So the two picks for the top 10 market uh, going into day four for me will be Adam Scott at two to one and Scott Piercy at seven to one to finish in the top 10. So that's everything from me today. Um, I hope that you've enjoyed uh, the insights that I've given you. Please do share this with friends and, uh, and fellow betting enthusiasts. Um, don't forget to follow GingerBets on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram and all the other social YouTube social media outlets. Uh, we, are, we are on there and do have a presence and aim to bring you a lot more content in the near future across varying sports. So please do sign up, please do share this podcast and good luck with all your wagers. If I was to pick one um, today that, uh, that I like the most, it would be um, Mr. Wallace to win his um, two ball against Ben Huan, Ben Huan, Ben Ayun, Ben Huan. I can't pronounce his blooming name. Good luck, enjoy, over and out, Ginger Vets.